You're listening to County Conversations, a podcast brought to you by the New York State Association of Counties. I'm your host, NYSAC's Multimedia Specialist, Kate Pierce-Nims. Our conversation today will focus on Erie County's recently reintroduced Children and Youth with Special Health Care Needs program. This free resource and referral program aims to improve care coordination for infants, children, and youth from birth to 21 years old who have a serious or chronic medical, physical, behavioral, emotional, or developmental condition. We're joined today by Ivana Ramos, Program Coordinator for Erie County's Office of Health Equity. Thank you so very much for taking the time to join us today. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So to start off our conversation, can you give an overview of how the, and I read that the acronym, you pronounce it SHIN, the SHIN program um, can help individuals and families in Erie County? Absolutely. So the SHIN program, you pretty much read it right off the top of the head of exactly what we're striving for here with SHIN. Um, Our goal is to be a hub, if we could, um, for families who need resources. Um, As we learn, the systems are very big. Um, They're hard to understand sometimes. And a lot of times people feel their kids do not have diagnosis. So therefore, if I don't have a diagnosis, there's really limited help that I can get um, in the community. And that's a little where Shin thrives and comes on in. Um, We do not require a diagnosis. So a child does not need a diagnosis to get help from Shin or to receive our services. Um, Our services are also all individualized by that family and their needs. Um, So no family is the same, Um, but we wanna make sure we are respectful, that we are individualizing the care that they require uh, while also respecting their culture and who their children and their families are as well. Um, Another difference real fast of the Erie County Shin, which separates us. Um, I'm sure there'll be a question about this later on in the segment as well. Um, But we're also looking at the social determinants of health. Um, and how they impact healthcare in the long-term setting. Um, so a program, our programming is also focused around that, not just healthcare needs, um, but also looking at the social determinants of health um, to hopefully stop uh, chronic disease, um, to start that management, to start with the help early on so that it does not progress um, down the road. Sort of, you know, catching a problem before it starts or- or even if it has started catching it in the early stages so that, you know, families are supported and yep. have the, the care that they need. Yep. So our goal is to be proactive instead of reactive. And that's a little bit of what we're doing with our program. Um, if we know that children, for example, are living in um, low poverty homes that are under the threshold, what resources can we give that family to help ahead of time? Um, how can we help them with play groups or socialization groups um, that maybe are free? Um, so that those kids are getting out, getting active. Do they need help with food pantries for food? Can we help them get to food pantries? Can we deliver the food for them um, if they're afraid of stigma or their neighbors knowing what's going on with their income um, to make sure that these kids are eating balanced meals that are healthy and nutrition um, and to make sure that overall the family is is helped. Um, So it's pretty much we offer in a range of different things that we're looking at, but the the focus of the group is to make sure that we are helping these families um, with whatever they need to make sure that these kids, youth, young adults um, are on the right path. 
and that's a, it's a big spectrum too from birth to, to 21 that's yeah. uh you know there's a lot um of different levels of care that go into that huge age group and oh, yeah. i know you sort of talked uh, touched on this already uh but what kind of resources and referrals uh can residents receive from this program and how does that differentiate um i know you talked about like infant play groups and support with uh, food pantries um but what does that really encompass yeah. So what we did was what was important, my director, Kelly Wofford, and I, when we first started to create the program here for Erie County, um, we wanted to actually separate two different tracks. It was important to us to make sure that we had infants and children and then youth and young adults, because we're offering two very different services to two different age groups. Um, representation matters. It was important to us that when a young adult who's 17 picks up a shin brochure, that the the young adults and youth that they see on that brochure are reflective of them. Um, if you see a baby or an infant, you're like, this isn't appropriate for me. This is a baby program. Um, so we definitely were very, um, very conscious of that as far as aesthetic wise. Then it also came to what services do we want to help? And part of the SHIN program is called transition planning, where you're transitioning young adults into adulthood, helping them locate adult medical providers, um, job and vocational resources, educational resources, health insurance resources, um, socialization groups for young adults. I mean, the young adults want to know what they can do. Um, young adults like photography and art and music and dance and, and other things too. Um, so we wanted to make sure we had those programs separated where, you know, children were offering a little bit different, obviously, because we're dealing with parents and caregivers, um, but we're still offering the same things to those those families as well. Um, but youth, we wanted to strive more on. If you're a young adult who has a medical provider, you're more apt to go to the doctor to take care of your health. Um, if you have health insurance, then you're more apt to take care of your health. If you have a job that you enjoy and you're able to afford health insurance and good health insurance that's quality and affordable, that helps. If you're able to provide for your family, that helps with food access and housing and health care. They all tie into each other. Um, and so it was very important for us to make sure that although SHIN is one program, um, that we are reflect, we're looking at those age groups and offering what they need in those different groups. Um, and to make sure that there's resources. Um, Erie County is very rich. When I say rich in resources, uh, we're very, very lucky county. Uh, we're very, very lucky in what we have um, from grassroots organizations to our, our bigger organizations. Um, so the help that we can offer families is is really ex extensive um, and how we can link them hand in hand, hands off um, to other organizations who may be able to meet their needs um, that families may not even know about. So it was important to us to make sure our programs were the same of its effort. <laughs> and being that bridge in the community, right? So that it's almost like like one stop shop like okay so you are you know you you have a child or you know youth and they're needing this kind of support um where in our community can we find that instead Absolutely. of instead of saying to families good luck do it on your own you know have fun start googling right so we <laughs> wanted to really um be that person and a lot of that came into learning a lot about the organizations um i have been very present in a lot of events a lot of community events, meeting a lot of different people in different places, um, and really learning about their organizations, um, wanting to also make sure that the organizations were referring people to, how were we treated? How how were, how were did I feel when I was speaking to them? 
um, that I feel they were listening to me, that I feel that they met our mission and our goals and what we hope to do um, for our families in Shen. Um, and so, you know, there's always somewhere you can send someone, but it's also about quality. Um, it's also about sending people to somewhere where they're heard and they're valued and they're not just another number or a checkbox um, to someone. And that was important to us as well in doing that. Um, and so, you know, I meet with so many different people and so many organizations who truthfully are just doing amazing things and no one knows about them. You know, no one knows what they're doing. And then I'm able to say, well, I met with such and such and they're doing this. And, you know, and everyone's like, that right so it also helps to um it helps our families you know you want to find resources that are also in their communities that they live in um not everyone has reliable transportation um trust mistrust especially unfortunately i'm a part of the government right so uh there is a mistrust of the government um no matter if you know racially or ethnically how i may relate or where i come from um, I still work for the government. I am still a part of that. Um, and so if someone doesn't trust me enough to tell me their information, maybe they'll trust someone who, you know, has an organization in their same community. Um, and maybe they'll be more up to, to community, you know, relating to them, giving them the help, you know, allowing them to help them too. So it also comes into being um, conscious of that, of that mistrust of the government as well. Um, and how to be that bridge is exactly what it is. Right. And it doesn't really matter that the level of government is local and it's different. Some, you know, there's that overcoming that, that yes. stigma, that idea. And there's even some of that with the programs provided. So, oh. uh, of course, so, you know, families who are in need of services, uh, overcoming stigma of, of looking for those services, yep. of receiving those services and of their community, knowing that they receive those services. So there's Exactly. Exactly. And no one wants to be a part of the system. I mean, I think we can be honest and transparent. No one wants to be a part of the system. Um, it's just a stepping stone to get to what you need to get to and, and the help if you need it for your family, right? But no one wants to be stigmatized, right? So if you're working with a government agency, you know, unfortunately, people are like, oh, my goodness, I'm a part of the system. Um, and it's also making sure that uh, when we sign families up for SHIN, that they understand what we are. Um, and, you know, the response has been really, really great from the families um, thus far who have signed up and enrolled in Shin um, to understand we're here to help you. We're on your time, right? So we are not here to impose. We are not here to, to be all up in your business. Uh, we want to help. And we want to be that person that can help you if you're not sitting on the phone or on Google for two hours trying to find resources. If we can help with that, let me help. Let me do that, right? You focus on whatever it is you're doing, your little ones, your loved ones, your work, whatever it is you need to do, and, and we'll kind of help out with this portion. Right. In the range of, of uh, conditions that oh, yeah. the program covers, medical, physical, behavioral, emotional, mm -hmm. developmental, it's a huge spectrum. So think about any kind of family who is struggling with uh, a loved one with a condition um, under that large umbrella. Absolutely. Um, there's a lot that, that goes into it and there's a lot of research on the family's end. And so just being a support is is wonderful. And and speaking about like the, the local government office, um, 
Uh, with the program being recently restarted, um, can you talk a little bit about why the county decided to locate the program within the Office of Health Equity? And could you just talk a little bit about what the function of the Office of Health Equity is? Absolutely. Um, so it's actually a funny story. Um, so typically in, in most counties, so Shin is actually in every county in New York State. Um, and so typically we are sister I would say we're sister programs with early intervention. Um, and so early intervention starts off at birth and typically goes to three years old. Um, and it's pretty much assisting that family with the needs of a child who may have any type of developmental delays, intellectual delays, helping them you know, get into the right programs and resources to help nurture that child and get them ahead um, as much as possible through physical therapies, occupational therapies, um, working with you know the office of people with disabilities um, and all the different services, social security, you name it, that's pretty much early intervention, you know, has their hands in that from, from day one of a child's birth. Um, and then once you get to three, either you qualify for special education programs, um, or if not, that's a little where Shin comes in to still offer the family those resources and supports. Um, and so typically the programs run together. So typically early intervention and Shin are typically in the same office or they're next door to each other. Um, and sometimes they even have overlapping staff. Well, we kind of switched that up a little bit <laughs> in Erie County. Uh, and our SHIN program is located in our Office of Health Equity. Um, the reason for that is a little out of my, you know, I think there was a little conversation when, when SHIN first was coming back about putting it back into early intervention. Um, but the Office of Health Equity was currently doing their survey um, out in the community to find out what the barriers um, and challenges um, that our community feels we have here in Erie County. Um, and our office is based on policy recommendation. Our goal um, in the Office of Health Equity is to help the community. We're here to help our community to help whether that's health, whether that's poverty, whether that's food insecurity, whether that's medical care, and to help with policy recommendation. That is what our, our office is focused on. Um, so what not better place, honestly, to put this program when we are already focused on looking at policy recommendation, uh, we're working and doing education with the community, we're sitting at tables and stakeholders meetings to talk about what our community needs here in Erie County. Um, so when it kind of came down to it, uh, everyone was like, I think Office of Health Equity is probably the best place for this program. Um, and honestly, it truly is the best fit. It's the best fit for it to be there. Um, a lot, we've seen a lot of families very interested. Our office is new. Uh, our office is only a year old as well here in Erie County. Um, so it's, it's actually exciting. Um, here we are talking about mental health first aid, which is a program that we offer to our community um, for adults and youth. And then now we have SHIN. Uh, we also have our newsletters in our office that go out topically on different topics to the community. Um, and those have also been well received. Um, so we're doing a lot of different things and the SHIN program just fit perfectly in the Office of Health Equity for, for the mission um, of what we're hoping to do. So and there we go. Uh, in, a, in a sort of way to my next question also, um, which is how are you getting the word out um, so that residents know <laughs> about the services available through SHIN? And I guess in a certain type of way then, through the Office of Health Equity then as well, because Absolutely. they seem to go hand in hand. Oh yeah, we're, we're a team. <laughs> so um, working on Shin, so I've been uh, working on Shin since March. It has been my baby. It has been my, you know, 
go to bed at night washing dishes like oh I got an idea right um and a lot of that also came to speaking with some of my friends I'm a mother as well um and you know I've had a certain type of life um that I also my profession I am a social worker I have a degree in social work um and a master's in public health um so my whole career is focused around the well-being of people and when I started to create this program I wanted to hear from other parents, you know, what do they think they need? You would hear people say, oh, my kids need summer camps. I can't find one. My doctor is terrible. My daughter needs mental health, you know, resources. And I, no one knows where to find them. No one knows where to get them. I don't know how to find them. Um, and so with that came, you know, asking people for their opinions on a couple of things. Um, our press release officially went out last Monday, uh, which was big, big news. Um, and from that point, we have our social media, um, have, we have, um, we're a part of the Erie County Department of Health. So all of our social medias have been talking about Shin. Um, uh, we have videos up explaining it to families and, and those who are interested in Shin, our LinkedIn, our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook page. Um, uh, we also have QR codes. Um, we have a, a program here in the city of Buffalo called Clean Sweep that designates different areas of the city of Buffalo um, where community organizations can actually give their brochures or information. And in Clean Sweep, they go door to door in each neighborhood and they give like packets and, and like little bags full of information for, for the community. Um, we have given out so far close to 600 Shin brochures have gone out um, to the different areas in the city of Buffalo. We also were a part of Juneteenth, which is a huge, huge festival here in the city of Buffalo. Uh, we actually were a part of the tabling with our Office of Health Equity, uh, where we were able to give out Shin brochures. We created a Juneteenth coloring book, um, as well as Juneteenth tote bags, um, planters for mental health, um, and all of the different programs that our office is doing. Um, I'm constantly at different events, um, and everywhere I go, something for Shin is with me. <laughs> Um, then we actually currently will be also be doing a huge campaign, fingers crossed, um, with our transit system here. Um, so our buses, our trains, and our shelters will all have information about Shin um, coming soon. Um, and that way it's also getting into communities that may not know about that. Uh, we also have a huge rural population here in Erie County as well. Um, so we will be doing some billboards in, in those communities. Um, working with local pediatricians, school systems, non-for-profit organizations. I mean, you name it, we are on a mission. Um, we also have flyers that are being created currently um, to take to certain areas. Um, so we're, we're hitting beauty supply stores and restaurants and schools and churches. Um, we're pretty much going where the community goes um, to promotion. We want to get people where they live, where they shop, where they go, where they socialize. Um, so I keep telling people, don't be surprised if you, you know, go to walk into a restaurant, a pizzeria, and you see a shin poster because you probably will. It's almost, a, it seems like almost a challenge at this point to try to just exist in Erie County and not see any information about shin, right? Yeah, you're, you're going to find something. I'm determined. Um, and, you know, it's really big to us. Um, my, you know, my boss is Kelly Wilford, my director, and she's like, listen, whatever works, let's do it. So um, we're very, very passionate about that as well. Uh, we have been tabling at a lot of the community events that we here, have here. Erie County is really rich in festivals. Uh, we, we like a festival here in, in Erie County. Um, so this week we are tabling at the Grease Pole Festival, which is a huge Hispanic festival. 
Um, so we're really excited about that. We also have Black and Latino Pride this weekend. Uh, so we'll be tabling at that as well. Um, so we're definitely, you know, at a lot of different community events, definitely um, different places in Erie County. Um, we have health educators in our office, which we're very lucky to have as well, um, who are amazing in their education. And so typically when they go to events, they take shin information with them as well. Um, just because I am one person, can't really be everywhere. Um, so it's so grateful to have a, a team. Um, I'm very lucky to have the team that I have um, that supports, um, that, you know, has learned, you know, what shin is as well. Um, to help me promote and, and to help our community here in Erie County. Right. And I feel like one of the important things, too, is that with having all of this uh, material and then tabling at community events, that the more that you, that folks in the community see Shin, the more trustworthy it is, right? It's the more you see a poster in your local pizzeria, you get a flyer from, uh, you know, your child's pediatrician. Yep. There's at your local festival, you see friendly faces who are only there to, mm -hmm. to, you know, hype you up and to talk to you about this program and the resources that are available to you. So the more that the more that you hear about it, the more then when something comes up as a as a member of the community, you can say, oh, well, I know about Shin. You so know, the funny thing was, my, not to cut you off, I actually thought about it in the funniest way you'll laugh. So there's a store. I don't know if I can say it because we're on podcast. So I won't say what store it is. Um, but there was a new store that was coming here to our mall, our big gallery of mall. And they had them on the bus, like on the on the bus. They you they kept saying it's coming, it's coming, right? And I I'm like, what is this? Um, and then I seen a billboard and then I heard so it's it's pretty much advertising. The more you see something, eventually you're gonna someone's gonna say, What is this? Let me look at this. What is this program about? Um, and that is my hope. Um, it's kind of like Nike. If you see it, you see it, right? You know what it is. Um, my hope is to eventually everyone will know what Shin is some way, somehow, or have seen it somewhere, somehow, um, you know, to to have that idea of what it is. You know, it's going to take a lot of work, but <laughs> um, yeah. I definitely think that it's worth it. Um, I definitely think that it's, it's needed um, for so many families. Um, the families that have enrolled in just a week already um, have, you know, said the same thing to me. This is amazing. Thank you for this. Um, I've seen it on your Facebook, and I, I would like to know if my my child qualifies. Um, what can you do for us? And when we tell them, you know, I haven't had anyone say no yet. Um, everyone's like, oh, my God, yes, please <laughs> sign us up. Um, so my hope is that it can continue to, to grow in that way, um, especially in our rural areas, our urban areas, um, that actually where we have, you know, where those social determinants of health are are, are really present. Um, when you're thinking of isolation, obviously, in rural areas, lack of providers, transportation, you know, from a rural area to the inner city is, is a little difficult at times. How can we be that bridge um, to help make sure that resources are, are given to those families? In our inner city, obviously, especially our Black and Brown communities, there is a mistrust um, of, of the government. How can we help, you know, be that bridge um, to make sure families are getting everything that they need? Um, you know, while also respecting who they are and maybe what they've been through um, in the past or past traumas, whether intergenerational or, or current existing. Um, so it's just big to us to to make sure we're, we're hitting those marks all over the place, um, running around as much as we can, uh, every festival we can try to be at, community events, um, whatever we can do. We're actually in hopes, hopefully, 
working with our um, huge children's hospital that we have here. We have an amazing children's hospital here. Um, so we're hoping, you know, in the future to to work with um, Oshai Hospital um, and see if we can help them in any way as well. Um, as they have so many resources, you know, what a great, great establishment that is. And we're hoping to, in the future, work with them as well, as well as our school system. So lots of different, <laughs> lots of different things going on. <laughs> lots of great connections here, really. And and the, I think the phrase that you keep coming back to is being the bridge. And that's just like Absolutely. a fantastic way of looking at it, of being a bridge. Um, if it's connected with county source uh, resources or community resources, um, nonprofit, et cetera, et cetera. So being that bridge to make sure that children with special needs have their needs met, right? So and you and know, the thing is, you know, the program, you know, and this is no disrespect because I know this thing's recording, right? So, but, um, you know, our program is called Children and Youth with Special Healthcare Needs. And unfortunately that special um, can be a little, um, it, it deters people, right? So people, a lot of people have said, well, I'm sorry, my son or daughter, you know, doesn't have special needs. Every child has a special need. Um, and so we've been making sure families understand that every child is special. It doesn't matter if you have a diagnosis um, of, of autism or any developmental disability, or if you are just affected by the social determinants of health. That is a diagnosis, right? If you are impoverished or if you're living under the federal poverty line, you need some help. And that's what our program is here to do. We're here to help you. Um, so it's also been helping people understand that we're not just limited towards one diagnosis um, or one disability or one population. We're, we're generally here for every child. Um, and every child is, in fact, special. Every child, um, one of my colleagues calls sh um, Shin, see you shine. Um, and that's a little bit of, of how we feel. Every child deserves to shine. Every child is special. Um, it, it doesn't matter. So the special gets it gets people because uh, they're like, well, you know, my son or daughter doesn't have this. And it's like, okay, but let's go through some other stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, we can still be of help. And I'm certain that if a family came to you and they said, oh, this is like the kind of situation that we're in, here's what we're looking for. You wouldn't say, all right, there's the door, you know, because you don't meet our requirements. That That's not what it sounds like at all. No, a mom, actually, I had an amazing family call and they just wanted to find their child some socialization playgroups. Um, neither of the children have diagnosis, um, but unfortunately they were in foster care for a little while. That is a need, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so that is something that will obviously with their mental health um, from being in the foster care system for, for some time, um, being away from their mom at a young age, different things that they've seen, that is a need, right? So we're trying to make sure people also understand that as well. It's not just a diagnosable healthcare need. There's other needs as well. Um, mental health is a huge, it, it's it's very broad. Um, and what, whether it's bullying or gender identity, right? Or sexual identity at a young age in our adolescents and children, uh, making sure that they have the right resources and, and groups to be able to be themselves, to be able to feel free, to be able to, you know, be happy as any other child, youth and adolescent that needs to be, right? Or helping their family understand how to support your child. Um, there's just so many different things we can do and help with. So I, I always say that special is just, it's a little tearing. Um, but, you know, I didn't name the program, so I really can't. You're just rocking with what, with what you have. Um, you know, it, it was big for me to help them pronounce it, what it is. Um, like you laughed about its pronunciation. Because I think when I first started, I'm like, how, what, how is that? 
I kept calling it something else. Um, and so it also, I felt like it would help families know too, if we put it, you know, in verbatim of Shin. <laughs> yes, definitely. Because, you know, if you're talking every time about the children and youth with special healthcare needs program, yep. that's, a, that's a mouthful every time. It's a so. mouthful and it gets tricky. We, so, <laughs> if you say it every day, people are like, what? <laughs> What, and also, what exactly does that mean? So um, yep. what's nice is that uh, definitely um, the press release that just went out that helps yeah. to explain it. This podcast helps to explain it. And um, you've explained it super, super well. And um, it sounds phenomenal. And uh, unfortunately, I know that we are coming to the end of our conversation here. But as we're like starting to wrap up here, I just wanted to check in and see um, if there's any advice that you would give to other county officials looking to revamp their children with special needs programs or um, any significant um, uh, unexpected challenges that have come up in the development of this program that you would just, you know, bring to the forefront of folks' minds as they're considering their own programs in their own communities. Um, mm -hmm. Anything that has uh, surprised you along the way, I suppose. You know, I have been I have gone to so many webinars and I think education is the number one part of this program, right? In order to help families, you have to be well-versed um, from whether it's developmental and intellectual disabilities and needs um, to the social determinants of health. Um, it's important to know how mass violence, gun violence is affecting our children. It's important to understand what sexual abuse looks like in children, our substance abuse, how to treat and help adolescents for substance abuse. It's also important to understand LGBTQ plus IA to spirit rights, right? So also it's very important. You have to be educated, right? And so I think that for anyone working on their programs, education is the number one piece. Um, you are the person people are coming to. So you need to know a little bit about what's going on uh, before you can help. I definitely, um, definitely think that's a huge piece. I also think that, you know, understanding those social determinants of health is a huge, 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 huge piece of this work. Um, a lot of times people are quick to say, well, they're not doing this. Let's look at why though, right? They're not going to their doctor's appointments. Well, let's look at why. Do they not have transportation? If you have to pick between going to a doctor's appointment and feeding your family, you're going to feed your family first. Well, why do they live there? Well, maybe that's all they can afford. Um, so it's really, really important, I think, for people to understand those social determinants of health first and to understand what that means, what they are. I think once more, you know, organizations are starting to do that and they are, right? Um, and our office is very, very big on, on making that uh, training possible. Um, it helps. It really, really helps to understand and to understand that not every culture is different. Um, everyone does things different. Every parent does things different. Um, and to understand people have a right to, they don't have to do it necessarily your way, um, but it's a way to also still get them the help that they need. Just because it's not how you would do it doesn't mean that they don't need the help, right? So I think it's a big factor education, understanding the social determinants of health, the issues that we, you know, we have in the U.S., unfortunately, not just Erie County, but, you know, when we think of racism, when we think of, you know, issues with the police, when we think of maternal mortality, when we think of student loans, which, here we go, we're starting that soon again. Um, <laughs> um, when you think of just all the different things um, that we as a country face, weather, I think the wildfire smoke, how that's affecting children playing this summer. Uh, we're off the city of Buffalo, so we're close to Canada. We've had a lot of air quality issues um, this summer, which has affected children's um, recreation and activities. 
Um, so it's just important to know, you know, a lot about the different things and, and be well-versed and be open, open-minded, open to education, learn, learn, learn as much as you can. So that's just definitely my little advice. <laughs> Some people aren't looking for like a complete fix, right? They're not, they're not coming to the county and saying we like, you know, I'm in total like disrepair. I totally need like you to come in and like some people just need just a little connection, a little support, a little. And just to know that if they need help, you know, a lot of families have service coordinators and social workers, which is amazing. Right. Um, and that's very helpful for them. There's so many families that don't. Right. So just to have a person that you can call to say, can you help me find this? Um, Cause I have no clue where I'm supposed to find this at. Right. I had a mom tell me last week, I have insurance, but I can't navigate the, the website. It's so confusing. I don't even know how to find what pediatricians are in network, right? I have a background where before I worked for the office, I worked at a, a, a area hospital that we had here for seven years. I was a discharge planner. So I'm very versed in a lot of those things. I found it a list in two seconds, mailed it out to her, right? Um, because if you don't know how to do it, it's overwhelming. And that's that's the big piece of it. Let's Let's help. You know, if we can take that stress off of someone um, by using what we all have in our office and the different skills and, and you know, things that we're lucky to have, if that's going to help someone by just giving them a resource book to help find a new pediatrician, we just did, we just did something great, right? Right. And then that's energy that they have to put back into their family. To Absolutely. Right. So it, it redirects that, you know, that frustration and that, and, and, and that, that strife into, positive energy going back, you know, into all the places that matter in a community. So if that saved that mom an hour and a half of frustration, where she's able to maybe spend more time with her child or do some, some caregiving mindfulness for herself, um, or cook a nice meal or whatever it is that took that time and frustration off of her. If me printing out a, a pamphlet, a booklet, right. A pediatricians was able to help her. Then guess what? We did our job. We did it. And I, I can live with that every day. Um, knowing that we were able to be that bridge for that mom in a time where she had other things to worry about and we were able to help. <laughs> that's just fantastic. And I I love that that's a great place that we can leave off there and just and just t- talking about, you know, how we can be bridges in our community and, and uplift everyone. So it's um, important. thank you for taking the time to share your, your expertise with this program and to really yeah. offer a really in-depth look into this program and yeah. I wish you all the best as it's as it's gearing up and ramping up and um, it's starting to feel really real. <laughs> I know that Albany and Buffalo are quite far apart, but man, some of your we're not. I have friends. Albany has an amazing shin program as well. Um, so just to give a little shout out to Lee, Lee is actually the shin coordinator over there in Albany County, so she's amazing. Um, I actually spoke with her on Friday. I called her and said, "Hey, I have a question. Help." Um, and so she was able to help me. So definitely if, if you have families in Albany County, um, that need any type of assistance, you definitely have an amazing shin program there as well. Um, and, and Lee is her name. She is actually the coordinator over there who's, who's doing an amazing job. So if anybody listening to this, you know, folks listening, to this, reach out to Ivana and in Erie County, if you need to Lee in Albany County, absolutely. Um, I, just as we support the folks in our community, um, we support each other. We're all one family, right? So the county family, we, we are all one family. So we actually have our a statewide conference typically in Albany. So we're there pretty often too to, to support and 
sightsee and learn a little bit about Albany. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, thank you again for taking the time and, and for sharing about for this program. Me. Super appreciate it. And definitely recommend to our county family, our listeners today to check out the um, press release that went out about Erie County Shin program and to reach out if you have any further questions. So please, please do. We have a QR code as well, websites. Um, so whatever works, if you want to call, um, if you do a web submission, it automatically comes to me immediately. Um, so we're reaching back out to families within 24 to 48 hours. So it's a pretty quick response time as well. Um, we're pretty much having resources mailed out same day next day. So we're, we're working pretty hard uh, to make sure things are, are pretty timely and, and respectful of everyone's time too. So thank you so much for having me and letting me talk about my shin. That's what I call it. It's mine, right? Um, and definitely what we can do to help our community. And definitely, if you have any listeners, Albany County has an amazing program as well. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of NYSAC's County Conversations podcast. Keep tuning in for more county government-focused conversations and make sure to subscribe to stay up to date.